You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Thank 
upang sa ulat na lang tayo magkantahan. Good afternoon and welcome to Rotations on 3CR Community Radio, 855am, streaming on 3CR Digital or 3cr.org.au, however you're listening to us. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. 3CR broadcasts from Wondery Land in the Kulin Nation. This is Stolen Land. We pay our respects to elders past and present. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Today in the studio we have Celine and... Eleanor. Which, Hello. Which song were we listening to just then? So um, the song you just heard was by Asin, and it was called Mas Danmo Ang Kapaligiran, which kind of means look after our environment or pay attention to our environment or care for our environment. It's very hard to describe the word Mas Dan in <laughs> English. Um, it was the very first folk song that I heard uh, in Tagalog that I completely fell in love with. I remember crying when I first heard it, and then I asked the band to play it again. Um, and basically, uh, it asks the question, um, the children that are born today, will they still have air to breathe, trees to climb, rivers to swim? Uh, and it talks about how important our environment is to us. So yeah, that's that's what that song was about. And that's our theme today, isn't it? Songs of Filipino origin, I guess. It's a hyphen theme, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so um, so Eleanor and I are both, uh, we both identify in some way as Filipino, but we also didn't really grow up much in that culture. Would you say that was quite right? Yeah, um, I, I suppose I identify as Filipino-Australian, and mm. I've got my daughter Marikit here. Do you want to say hello? hello. She's, oh, hi. <laughs> um, and we were talking a lot about this, do you know I mean? I feel like I grew up around a lot of Filipino music growing up, but I don't speak Tagalog. And it's a real um, place of kind of both belonging and unfamiliarity to listen to Filipino music. I feel this like immense over-identification, but then also a real shutting out from it. So um, yeah, some of the songs today are, they're songs that I love or songs that I'm interested in or songs that speak somehow to that kind of interstitial identity. Marikit, did you want to say something? We'll work it out in the break. I think we should throw it <laughs> a new song. Can I kind of introduce this yes, song? Yes, please. Um, so this is an artist called Sampa Guida who's really popular in the 70s and 80s and I think is actually still performing now. And it's actually one of these like repressed memory songs that I'm going to throw to you right now because I don't know if I really loved or love this song, but more that I remember this album cover. So the original album cover for this artist, she is just such a glam rock boss. And so I had to kind of do all this searching to be like, who was that woman on this album cover at my like Tito Eddie's place? <laughs> I remember it. And so I sort of like dug in. Uh oh, hang on. What do you want to say? Oh, no, we're going to get some interruptions here. <laughs> okay. We're going to play another song with Marikit's name in it later. Oh, okay, great. But um, in the meantime, we're going to play Tower, which maybe has a little slight connection to the Asin song in that I think it is about a bird and like a connection of humanity and nature. So either way, she was just like a, that real kind of smoky, gravelly 70s rock goddess voice. She's the best. So this is Sampa Guida Tao. Tulad 
This is Tracy R. From a private life so public As the tabloids caught your tears Being photographed How sad. How tragic. But it doesn't have to be that way on the Burning Vinyl Alternative Music Program. Oh, 
Burning Vinyl, Fridays, 2 till 4pm on 3CR.
And for those who need to hear over some uh, five-year-old shyness, that song was called Murray Kit. It's by Juan Coile. And it, before that was Sampaquita with Dao. I know. <laughs> A star is made. Um, and she also mentioned that her name was Marikit as well. Her name is Marikit as well. And I guess too, I just thought that was a really nice sort of OG to right now kind of vibe. Um, that uh, the song Marikit was like this lockdown hit with 20 zillion hits. No, 250 million views on TikTok, basically. It was a huge, huge hit. Down. I'm going to have to let my child fall on the floor. Watch out, guys. Ready for the sand. Yeah. All right. Um, Mama. All righty. Um, okay. So the next song that we're going to mm-hmm. play for you guys is a song called Anak by Freddie Aguilar. Uh, this song is probably... So my dad is Malaysian Chinese and he knows this song and he... I think even learned it on guitar and whenever I send him uh, another Filipino song that I quite like, he will say to me, ah, it's not as good as Anak. Um, this song was so popular back then during my dad's time that it was translated actually into many different languages, one of them being Chinese. Um, and basically every single Filipino who is my dad's age can probably play this on guitar because that's how popular it was. Um, so here you go. This is Anak. Isilang ka sa mundong ito Laking tuwa ng magulang mo At ang kamay nilang yung ilaw At ang nanay at tatay mo'y Di malaman ang gagawin Namustan pati pagtulog Sa gabi nagtutuyan ng iyong nanay Sa pagtimpla ng gatas mo At sa umaga na may talong ka ng iyong amang Tuwang-tuwa sa'yo Ngayon nga ay malaki ka na Nais mo'y maging malaya Di man sila payag walang magagawa Ikaw nga ay biglang nagbago Naging matigas ang iyong ulo At ang payo nila'y sinuwan mo Di mo man lang Isip na ang kanilang pinagamay para sa'yo Kat ang nais mo'y masunod ang layaw mo 
pawe hulong puro dada matagyaw yo nagadila abang dila murog suga ipagwas sa matagtak na kaiso ug saba kay ikaw ang bituon nga nagasilaw nagamugna ang dugos imong ugat isugog amhana sama sa isdang hana sa kadagatan noy apasok baktas sa kataling banayaw pagbigkas listening to 3CR with some Filipino adjacent songs here on Rotations. That was Kuya James with the track Isa featuring Serena Peck and M. Seal. I'm just going to hope I pronounce those correctly. Um, but before that was Freddie Aguilar's Anak, which was the first time I've heard that song and it was utterly beautiful and just spawned these really lovely conversations about children. My particularly charming child, Marikit, was here in an earlier bracket, but as taken herself to the Disney Corporation and will be (laughs) (laughs) sitting calmly doing that. Um, But I'm loving this juxtaposition of like the Philippines of the now and the Philippines of the then. I think Kuya James, who's this Darwin-based producer, DJ, musician, touring artist, um, one part of Sieta, you might know Sieta, they're just a really fabulous Australian outfit. And um, uh, he has really been working to kind of revitalize um, for me, a sound that's very, very now. That's um, Serena Peck, I think, rapping there in Visayan, which is that's the only time I think anyone or I have heard any Visayan rapping. But just, um, yeah, really beautiful interest and engagement in um, a really thick and layered production sound. Do you know what I mean? It's always, it always feels like there's other instruments, other echoes coming through the music, and I think really reflected in his overall art practice. But I would love to hear some more about Anak. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I I initially thought that this song, I would listen to the first half and be like, oh, that's really sweet. It's about, um, you know, a, a dad telling his kid that he's um, he looked after him when he was a baby and picked him up and he cried. Um, but I, what I didn't realize was halfway through the song, it turned into, and now you don't listen to us and you've abandoned us and, you know, you know you're making all these mistakes in your life. And so there. <laughs> Which is very typical yeah. Filipino. I've heard this. I've yes. heard this script before. <laughs> have you? It so comes with the parenting yes. manual. <laughs> I've heard it many times in mm. my life. <laughs> um, I wondered too in this next little bracket that we might continue this sort of uh, boodle fight, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that feeling um, with two tracks that for me are really classic in terms of my sort of Filipino-Australian experience. Um, I'm sure that you know the track uh, Bebop by Black Eyed Peas. Yes, um, the black. I remember when the Black Eyed Peas came on the scene and became really big. The Filipinos had such pride because oh, yeah. one of them was Filipino or half Filipino, and that is enough for us. Yeah, that's right. Every Filipino knows who every half Filipino is in the entire world. You know, Kristen Kruk from Smallville. Yeah, half Filipino. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I remember, I mean, this is like 2005, this is very um, peak kind of Black Eyed Peas celebrity, and my brother and his girlfriend at the time, both of whom are Filipino, we got tickets to this, we went to see it at a big st- stadium gig, and I feel like so we cool. were this like tiny little <laughs> island of these four people going, Filipino, Filipino. <laughs> 
but we lost it. We lost it. And it was the first time at a huge stadium gig that I felt that feeling. And it really overwhelmed me. And I love that this um, song's accompanied by not one, but two video clips, both of which represent different kinds of Filipino American identity. So in the first, a group of kind of agricultural workers are, uh, I don't know, frequenting a speakeasy um, in ways that reflect what... uh, the miscegenation laws, I guess, reflected in terms of interracial relations for Filipino men and black American women or white American women. Um, mirroring, but not exactly the same, as some of the challenges here for interracial relations during the 30s and 40s, 50s, all through white Australia policy. So it's a really interesting kind of archival image of what Filipinoness looked like in that place. And then they have another video clip which almost feels like it's an outtake from a Too Fast, Too Furious film. Like lots of bebot, like lots of hotties, lots of hot cars. Um, but they, yeah, they, they wanted to produce those video clips themselves for this song entirely in Tagalog that their label didn't feel would be a hit when, oh, look at it, look at how it is outliving. Let's Just yelling get Filipino, started. all the, exactly. the 1.96 Filipinos who mm. aren't in the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> and Leah Salonga, which is going to back onto this, is like the – she is like the pride of she the Philippines. She was the queen. Um, Aladdin. And I Jasmine. remember when I told my mum I wanted to do musical theatre at university, she told me, Miss Saigon's not on every day, you know. <laughs> it and is then, now. <laughs> then Leah Salonga came along and I can tell you right now, Miss Saigon is on every day. Notwithstanding its controversies. It is. But it also kind of harks back to Anak, like it's another song from the point of a mother to a child really discussing everything that she has sacrificed for her child. And also she is like the queen. She owns Disney. She does. She does. Anyway, to this day. That, that, that's a, a beautiful pairing, I feel like, those two songs. Love it. Bebo, 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 bebo
to me that if you live in a, in a completely violent um, cultural milieu that it's going to translate into every aspect of women's lives. Accent women. What's a border? They don't see it like a big wall right along the How the can country. people live ordinary lives when they're living in such an extraordinary situation where there are, two, where there are armies there and terrorists there and such conflict every single day of their lives? Accent women. A show by and about women from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds. On Community Radio 3CR. 100% you are listening to 3CR. This is Rotations. My name's Eleanor. I keep forgetting to be like, oh, who am I? I'm so delighted to be here talking about Filipino music from my um, my complicated position of, as a Filipino-Australian. And I feel like that Leah Salonga track, we've just been talking about um, the beauty of, of Leah and just how much that tone, that like really bright, clear vocal tone and the the throbbing emotion that she can bring to it just how much it defines the Disney musical generation and I always really loved that like secret subversion of knowing that that voice is a Filipino voice haha you think it's so American we're more American than you even know that's how effective your colonization has been and then we will take back your cultural products mm-hmm. and you have to pay us a royalty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's very subtle though it is but we know but we know it <laughs> we know <deep> down <laughs> I have to say I did once audition for a part and the director made me do the part in both an Australian accent and American accent and then said you sound more authentic as an American and I was like oh that's nice anyway because you say your R's right Mm, some cars (laughs) (laughs) or I did at one point say them but anyway um I just yeah all bow down all worship there is Beyonce and then there's Leah Salonga oh well um, I wondered though if we might move it into a kind of different generational conversation. I, I don't feel like I've actually settled into the appropriate mix of gravitas and hip hop uh, roof raising, um, but maybe Moju and Montaigne do that as a conversation, I suppose, about contemporary Australian Filipino identity and all of the other hyphenates and all of the other aggregates that go into those identities. These are both, um, for me, I guess, queer or on the queer 
ish spectrum non-binary or on the non-binary or on the gender troubling spectrum artists both operating in a really um, commercial space in some senses like in very contemporary commercial music although I wouldn't think of either of them as strictly pop artists although Montaigne really does fall on that kind of zone a bit I just love both of these tracks Native Tongue um, I don't know if either of you have listened <clears throat> to this song but I just think it really states not only in a place that's like musically beautiful and musically interesting but very authentic to the Indigenous, non-Indigenous, migrant. Um, Filipino-Australians. Comp- exactly. Who don't speak Filipino. Yeah, what just- it means to not speak your own language. Yes. Um, and, not to s- and what it means to not speak your own language in a place where you have also disabled others from speaking their own language for the very purposes of erasing their own culture and where migrants sit as like the coercive carrot to the state's stick is really interesting to me in terms of migrant and indigenous relations in Australia and then Montaigne with this like Eurovision pop banger is such a sort of celebratory quality but if you read it through the lens of someone who identifies with you know five or six different cultural heritages including her mother's Filipino heritage and their Western Sydney or the Sydney-based growing up. Um, just how vibrant and joyful it feels. And I love that there are both those sides of like really incisive political insight and really joyful pop um, glee that still make me think about what it means to be Australian and what it means to encompass everything in our own cultures or not. So this is Moju with Native Tongue. <laughs> Every time you cut me down, 
I'm gonna come back fierce. The time is through for being nice. Let's call it what it is.
And that was Montaigne on 3CR, here for Rotations. That was her her or their, I believe now, track Technicolor. And before that was Moju with Native Tongue. You are listening to a veritable grab bag of Filipino slash something songs here for your Sunday afternoon. And um, I feel like this whole programming has been very uh, reminiscent of a Filipino food style called the Boodle Fight, which is like these beautiful banana leaves out within a million different kinds of food laid out and everyone just kind of connects and joins. And you eat with your hands. You eat with your hands, but its original name comes from Kit and Caboodle. So um, US and other service people who brought food and goods and then would lay them out, there would be a big share. And this thing that feels like quintessentially Filipino also has its history and legacy in, in a really complex geopolitics and a complex migration of people. So it sort of speaks to all of those things. But um, I feel both Celine and I have got one track each to go out on and my one is called Copy That Over. No, it's called Ankining Angabi, which I have not pronounced correctly, but Copy That Over. And I just love it. It's this kind of like uh, punky sort of sound. Um, it's not all original Filipino music. And then Celine? Oh, and then the the last one we're going to go out to is um, Himignang Pasco, which is uh, a very traditional Filipino folk song that gets played at Christmas. Uh, the other thing about Filipinos is that we always celebrate Christmas very, very early. We start in September. Burr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're doing that on the show today. We are celebrating Christmas early. Um, the kids go around and sing this song at um, as like a caroling thing um, and I always cry when I hear it because I get very homesick at Christmas time.
Say.